week's episode of Be You Even Riff. I'm Andrew Blackhawk Shields. I'm Sean Lane Spermont. I'm Matlock. And this week we've got a lot to talk about, uh, especially, especially since we've been gone the past two weeks. Right. Uh, we've had some stuff come up, school stuff, um, just dealing with some personal stuff, you know, trying to trying to get back into the swing of things as we're jumping into summer. I'm going to be getting into some more playing, some more um, analysis-based stuff, and we're really going to try and hit this hard and come back into it full swing. So Don't worry. It's not ogre. It's not ogre yet. <laughs> Ogre till it's over. <laughs> All right, so the thing that I've been excited about this week, and it happened a little later than I expected, but the Brom release. Yes. Oh man. Oh man, the man, yes. the man. Yes. He's what I have wanted in a support champion for a very, very, very long time. Oh, just so much. Matt, you have any happiness noise to make t- to this? Uh, sounds yeah. Sounds like <laughs> Yeah. We got him. <laughs> I can go full Arnold on it. Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes my audio. <laughs> and there goes all your energy for the podcast. Beautiful. <laughs> but yes, Braum. I think overall they've done a great job with Braum. Um, from, like, the, the little things that don't really matter in the meta, like, um, kind of how they presented him with his lore, and they did, like, the, the Poro video, and then they've also, like, they've done an interactive, like, Feats of Braum, um, little thing on their website where you can kind of, like, click through it and see the neat little feats, um, that Braum has accomplished. Did, did you see uh, the Pong yeah. game that they made? Yeah. Yeah, and then they also, also made that, which is funny. They're doing a great job of putting significance into their new champions. It's not just like, hey, this isn't just something we're selling you. This is something that we've worked really hard on, and we want mm-hmm. you to be as proud of it as we are, you know? Right. So I think they've done a pretty good job of uh, presenting Braum and just as a champion, you know, like really getting some hype on him. Um, I know the chatter on Reddit was huge before anything was released on him besides the uh, the trial of the Poro video. And so um, I think they effectively have presented him as a champion, which is pretty cool. And right. I love his play style. Like, it's oh, so he's... fun. I haven't played him yet, but he's great to lane with. Against, not so much, but with. <laughs> he's, he's a bit rough to lane against. Um, there's but a lot nobody, of... Even though everybody knows what he works with, they're... I don't feel like anybody really understands how to work against him. Oh yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's a couple, uh, a couple uh, supports, especially that that encounter him, uh, depending on the situation. Um, Morgana is not a good lane to take him against, just because Morgana's got an easy skill shot Q um, that could bind him and kind of keep him from taking care of his ADC. Um, which isn't good because you can have an ADC thinking that they can kind of set up for um, potentially to get in a couple really solid hits, you know, and you can get caught out with a spellbind and then just be stuck there. Um, and then I had a couple cues today get blocked by uh, Morgana Spell Shield as well, and I hated it so much because every mm-hmm. time, like, I would just watch that animation just travel across the field and then that Spell Shield would pop up. 
And so yep. I had to do some maneuvering today and use um, my Q um, to bait them using the spell shield so I get the ult off. But it was still... it's Morgana is not fun to lane against. No. Um, he is good against especially like other supports that aren't as like poke comp based like mm. um i feel like he's gonna do relatively well against leona um really anybody that that doesn't have a whole lot of hard harass i think he's gonna be able to put some pressure on too um yeah because his q scales with his health and that is the just the best thing since sliced bread and free cake because I, I can just both those things tank up for days and still be doing relevant damage. I mean, I was sitting on like three, almost four grand health at one point in a game, and I was just right as rain throwing cues at people doing relevant damage. So, oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And especially with your uh, with your squishier ADCs, he's actually pretty fun to take some. Uh, some people that aren't as great early on. Like, we had a matchup today where I was running with a, a Jinx, and, sh like, the person playing as Jinx really wasn't liking our matchup, but especially early, um, our lane was actually ended up actually doing pretty well, um, despite the fact that he felt like he was getting a bit outmatched, um, because I was able to use Brom's skills well to kind of keep them alive and you know like kind of keep a, a a good healthy lane going i don't even think we had to go back to like level nine <laughs> it was wonderful uh, and they had to go back like twice so it's like every time they came back and we're still like sustaining and lanes like oh hey no big deal we're just doing better than you <laughs> but he's a um he's a, a confident champion already for me like i feel like i'm gonna pick him up pretty easily and just kind of roll with him. All right. So if we want to talk about uh, All Stars this week, Matt, how much All Stars watching did you get done this week? Most of it. Most of it. What was were some of your like your favorite parts of All Stars? Um, Cloud Nine doing surprisingly well. Um, up until their best of three with OMG, they did really really well. And even in those games, they had moments where they were doing really well. Um. And that's 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 with them playing with Link and only having like a week and a half worth of practice with Link. Right. So high is their shot color, which it really it hurts them um, in their overall gameplay. But um, yeah, they did really well. So them getting these um, kind of like uh, international exposures, like they did with uh, Katowice and then uh, All Stars here, really kind of helps push them to a, a another level where they're able to keep up with these international teams, but uh, nobody can keep up with uh, SKT. They're just too good. Yup. Too um, strong. They even... Too strong. Please, they, they, they played one game with their entire skins, their their championship skins, so... Mm -hmm. that, uh, I know that made a lot of people happy, even though it wasn't the TPA skins versus the uh, SKT <laughs> skins, which uh, right. Right I was really pushing for, but... Um, <laughs> And then like their their little um, uh, ice and fire matches were fun to watch too, um, with the uh, hexakill bringing like toys and messiah in, and then um, what earth 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, or where Furiouson just raped everybody. And then, then yeah, the 1v1s at the end to really decide who, uh, which was the better team, which w went really, uh, down to the very, very last match, which was a super match between, uh, Froggen and... Who's the other one? Why can't I think of this off the top of my head? It's probably Zuna, right? <laughs> was it Zuna? <laughs> was it Shrek? Uh... Anyways, yeah. So All Stars is really good, really well done. Okay. I think they just need to work on. Bright needs to work on their ceremonies afterwards. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, just, that's. It just seems lackluster. Oh, here's a trophy. Okay, bye. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah, essentially what the, the ceremony turned into. But other than that, I was very, very impressed with it. Um, I like the casting. I like the analyst desk. Anytime you get Crepo with Freak and uh, uh, Monte Cristo, it's always going to be really, really good. Really fun. Yep. That's always nice. And, like, I keep saying it, but Crepo kind of belongs there. I really think that he enjoys himself, and I think he, he bounces well off of other you know, like other casters. I think he's very, mm -hmm. very intelligent. He knows the game very well. And I think I think they acknowledge that. I don't think they would have brought him on for Catalyst if they didn't think that you know like that he was super intelligent and knew you know, like what he was going to be doing. Um right. and so it's cool to kind of see him get some attention for that. Um because honestly he deserves it. Yeah so, he's, he's got a real good understanding of the the game overall. So. Right. Well, and I, I kind of agree with you. I caught a lot of highlight games where, you know, like I was kind of like watching in and out And then, of course, I follow Reddit pretty actively. And that was one of the main complaints is like people are talking, like talking about some like Riot feedback. And one of the things they are talking about is they're like, did you not learn from last year? You know, like we, we just kind of want a little bit more from your closing ceremonies. You know, like we want it to feel like it's it's big and bombastic and victorious, you know. It's it's not just a national championship finish, you know. It's an all-stars game. It's everybody coming together. And so I I mean like I I guess you can't blame a community for you know, like for wanting something big and flashy, you know, cuz people can look at like the Olympics and be like, "Well, why don't we like make a big deal out of it like they do?" You know. And so, I mean, that's setting the bar high, but, I mean, that's kind of something to bounce off of. Yeah, it gives them something to, to work towards before Worlds comes around this year. Right. I, uh, feel, I feel right, it takes their feedback pretty serious. Really oh, yeah. That's, um, and you almost never see them have, like, any sort of backlash or, like, apologizing or, like, you know, like, making excuses for things that, that they have or haven't done. You know, very often that they they're very appreciative of any feedback that they get, and um, a lot of times you'll see on forums and stuff when when people answer, a lot of times they will give solid responses to any question or you know like any any criticism they're given instead of just kind of turning away from it and being like, well, we're working on it. You know, like don't worry. They'll be like, well, this is what we've been working on, and this is why it seems like we haven't been working on X other thing. You know, like. 
and then they'll kind of give like a bit of a layout for what they've been doing which is cool because it shows like that they're actively adjusting things uh, X special has found a new home uh, recently it seems he's going to be on the curse roster um, which should be an interesting transition to watch him kind of go there over there and kind of see what he makes of himself you know I, th I think it's really good for curse um, yeah it is they've always they've always lacked a consistent shot caller um someone like they talk they put out a video blog this week um about x special coming to the house and uh they really talk about how he's he's really like as, as far as mechanically he's really good like he's he's a very good support like uh i was talking last time he's probably top one or two when they were benched him Mm. Yeah, I, th I just mm. thought it wasn't good, but I mean, it, that's that's Reggie's prerogative. If he thinks that his attitude's affecting the team, then yeah, he's got to do what he's got to do. But right. I think that he's still top like one two support in NA right now. Um, and then his overall macro, his understanding of the like the the macro game as a whole, the objective game, is going to be really good. Because um, they're all strong mechanical players, like. Dominate can outsmite almost anybody in the LCS. Uh, Quas is just a beastly top laner who barely misses CS most of the time and can come out it's on top like crazy. His trundle's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. um, Voy Voy just needs a little bit of work in mid, but I mean, he's still relatively new to the mid lane. So um, it's really, I really think this bur uh, buffs up Curse's roster. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see some special cop lanes. Yeah, yeah. Cop's really good, like Cop's so good. Yeah. He's I he's overlooked a lot. I think he's another one of these that's like sneaky that can that has the potential to be like top challenger, but uh Right. Just well, gets overshadowed overshadowed quite a bit and he his his their team rotations aren't quite as strong as like what uh, Cloud Nine is or something like that. Well yeah, because you can like he's one of the people that I've watched in laning phase and he does really well for himself in laning phase he just i don't think has had the right setup you know like the right comfort level for well, he's gone like through a, i think seven supports in the last year and a half yeah and that can't so, be yeah, so you can't, that's yeah you've got to relearn synergy each time and i thought mm -hmm. he was doing really good with bunny fufu but i mean if someone like a special comes around you can't pass up on that right like, you right, literally right. cannot pass up on that especially yeah, if they're still like adamant about playing like yeah yeah. And Curse, like, Curse really was, has... Go ahead. Xpecial was talking uh, after he got traded, after he went to Curse, and he was talking about how he thinks that there's a lot of talent already on the team. And he realizes that, yes, he's had a few more years, but like every single person on Curse deserves to be there. So he's coming in there realizing like kind of what he's coming into and wanting to help do what he can to make that team stronger. So, yeah, and hopefully with Kirsch, his experience with TSM, uh, hopefully he'll be able to do that. I think Curse finishes probably three four this split. They, I think they could take that number three spot. Mm -hmm. Um, I even think TSM may fall to like four or five. Um, because they've got to relearn. They've got to relearn their synergy. Um, bringing yeah. in two new players. With their every time they do a roster change, I always kind of question how their team is gonna kind of fall into place because like.
they've went from like their original team to like whittling it down, especially this year. And I have no problem with Bjerg or anyone else, you know, like that they've talked about bringing in or are, you know, like bringing in. But it just, it's weird to see a team that was pretty tight knit before. Yeah, start you finished two. You finished two in the split. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand a team change at that point. I, I don't but, either. But uh, I don't know. You, like, there's a lot of stuff that we don't see though. There's a lot of background stuff. So right. right. Um, so yeah, uh, TSM's new roster is odd one retired. He's going to be coaching now for TSM and, um, amazing's coming over and he's going to be their jungler. And then, uh, they picked up Glee Blarbu off of cloud nine tempests. God, what a name. Um, so he's been, he's been in that challenger scene. Um, cloud nine tempest disbanded. So he's been a free agent. So, uh, Turtle played with a couple different supports, duoed for a while, and he seemed to really stick with, uh, with Turtle, so that's who they picked up. Uh, Dignitas picked up, uh, Shifter and Zion Spartan. Mm-hmm. I think they'll do well. They, yeah. I don't know. I still don't think it fixes their shot calling. Like, they, Shifter's not, wasn't their shot caller. And Zion wasn't their shot caller. They were just they were solo laners, so they did mm-hmm. decent. But that that wasn't their their primary shot caller. So I still don't think that fixes Dignitas's shot calling. Um, but they, I mean, their solo laners did get stronger. I think Crumbs is still a talented jungler. He's consistently in challenger right now. Um, so I think that's more on the bot lane if the bot lane can. Uh, shore up some of their problems and they shore up some of their shot calling then uh, they can do well um, let's see what was the other one oh yeah um, CLG uh, Nian retired uh, and they've actually been playing with what is it Seraph mm-hmm. um, he came over to NA from Korea and uh I think he got Challenger within like 13 days or something like that. Goodness. Ridiculous. Um, he was like 63 and 13 on his his ranked games when he got into Challenger. Good night. So, uh, he's... I saw a highlight reel. He's 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 got a pretty sick Nidalee in the top lane. It's ridiculous. Um, I think that's it as far as NA... I know that uh, Gambit lost Alex, um, Alex each, and he left, and was they weren't sure if he was retiring for a couple days or so, and then he announced that he was joining uh, NIP, and he's going to be playing with NIP now as their mid laner. Um, and then, oh yeah, um, as far as challenger scene teams and NA, um, Curse Academy has a completely different roster now. Saint announced uh, four or five days ago that he was starting up a team with Bunny Fufu and Mancloud, and then they announced that the other two were um, Chaos and Chris on the top lane. So that'll be interesting to see uh, how well they do. Well, and that looks like it's going to be an interesting team, too, 
it's not you know like it's not going to be directly in the scene this coming year, but it might be a team to watch out for. You know, like just considering who's on that team. Yeah, they're all strong players, and Kox really has a drive lately to to get back into the LCS. Um, he did say he would be back. Yeah, not really sure about Chris. I don't know about that. Um, and then they they're really not as far as I could tell they weren't. Uh, completely 100% with Chaos. They still may go with Don't Mash Me. But uh, it is at least four players that have been uh, in LCS before. So mm-hmm. they, they do know what it takes to get into it and play at the at LCS level. So that'll be interesting to see for sure. Um, so we've got two different like patch scenarios to talk about. Of course, there's been 4.7. This came out recently. The big one. Uh, which is, yeah, which has got some big changes. And then we've got a bit of forecast notes to talk about for 4.8, um, which they've, Riot's already said, isn't going to be a huge one. Um, it's just going to be a lot of balancing for them, um, which they, they often do after some big ones. You know, like, they'll they'll dedicate the next patch to kind of just adjusting some things that they, that they didn't like or things that, you know, like, maybe needed to be a little bit more... Um, Push to the degree they were heading, um, and so there's been a couple things that have come into uh, fruition with this patch. Um, one of the major significant ones being um, 30 second trinkets at the beginning, um, which is so nice. I love es- it, especially when it comes to wards. I can you- jungle now. Oh I- yeah, I can actually jungle now without being yeah, cheesed really- every game. I've noticed you starting to be more aggressive again. So yeah, I can actually. I can counter jungle, or I can look for invades, and it just mm-hmm. makes it so much easier. Well, it means you can you can kind of do some planning, you know? You don't have to wander around the map in the dark for two solid minutes, you know? You can kind of get some, some vision up, you kind of make some plans as a team, and not, you know, like, everybody doesn't have to, you know, either, like, huddle into one, one camp and just hope they don't get attacked. Or, you know, like, blindly dive into someone else's camp with no idea whatsoever where the enemy is. Because both are not super fun. Well, yeah, and then it also affects, like, when trinkets are placed also. Because mm-hmm. when, it, when it was the two-minute trinkets, that means that people weren't placing until about three minutes most of the time. They waited for that, that uh, jungle rotation to go around. So when I did both... When you do both buffs, then you're looking to go to a lane... To, to try to ganks, see if you can get some early game pressure or something like that down. Um, and it just made it impossible because people would place their, their trinkets like two and a half, three minutes right as you're finishing your double buffs. Mm-hmm. So it just made it, it made it really hard to gank, but now if people are placing it early to try to look for jungle invades or to just protection or maybe trying to get some vision on their jungle then they don't pop back up till about three and a half minutes. So you've got like a 45 second time period in which it's pretty safe to gank without vision being of you. Right. Um, They've also had some different, you know, like different adjustments. Um, I know Sean's had some fun with um, mid-fortune, kind of messing with the uh, the AP ratios that they've given to misfortune recently. Um, on a queue, which definitely so has fun. has some potential to um, to be a viable middle lane uh, champion, which is kind of cool because it, it shows that they're they're willing to make some changes 
to people that have kind of fallen through as champions originally, mm-hmm. and then saying, well, <clears throat> what can we do to change this up? Yeah, her main problem is the same problem that she had as AD. That is, everyone say it together. Lack of an escape. Crotchless chaps. Also, yes. That's not <laughs> that's not a problem, though. <laughs> it could be. It depends oh, on what fine. you're into. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, they've also been making constant adjustments to cast. Um... They're going to be I feel until he's the end of str- time. I feel he's too strong again. I don't know. I don't understand. They keep trying to squish him down. And... Oh, he's definitely still very strong. Matt and I got a uh, yeah, we got our ship a pushed, poop in, pushed in. Yeah, <laughs> it, really it hard. Too. It wasn't good. Plus, they left an Evelyn jungle up, and Evelyn kept counter jungling me, but yeah. nobody would come to assist me. I like I would have Evelyn down to five HP, and then. Both yeah. my top and mid laners are just sitting there, and they're like, "Dude, you keep dying." I was like, "Yeah, you keep not helping." How? Like, uh, yeah. um, on top it of that, they've made some Kha'Zix changes. Um, they've increased like... the range that it takes for you to uh, to hone in on a target um, for them to be isolated with Kha'Zix, um, which is significant because it means they have to be far, you know, like farther away from their allies. Which means it takes a little bit more planning, you know, and there are some ganks that may just not happen. Um, you have to hunt more with him. Yeah, and there's also now two seconds between when you can uh, rotate in, basically in and out of his camo, um, instead of the just the one second um, turnover before. Which, I mean, at first, you know, like doesn't seem like a whole lot, but it, it might make a difference, you know? Um, right. I think when you combine both of those things, it definitely makes it a little bit harder for um, Kha'Zix to come in for some just like some spontaneous assassination attempts. But I, I mean, maybe that's what they're going for. You know, I, yeah. I absolutely hate these changes. Like, okay, I understand the two second change. That's fine with me, um, because when he is and when he does go into a stealth mode, he's got extra damage reduction from it. So. Yeah, that's that's fine with me, but like the the isolation range kind of messes with them a bit because it's it's a pretty I think they buffed it by like two hundred fifty yeah, or something it's a like that. Significant buff. It's a it's a pretty big buff, so you can't like isolate red camp like you used to before um, when you're doing your jungle clear stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then when they made turrets count as allies, just I don't like it at all because mm-hmm. then people can just hug turret and you can't get your damage or like. I just don't like that at all. Um, part of Kha'Zix's yeah, strength was being able to dive in, get that isolation damage, kill them, and then dive out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, it's a three. It went from three fifty to five hundred. Yeah, that's pretty significant. That's yeah. really significant. <laughs> yeah, because you think Thresh's auto attack range is four fifty, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's even further in Thresh's auto attack range. So. Yep. I mean that's that's pretty significant for them to be isolated, um, and then they're talking about in the four k uh, four point eight that they're they're trying to change him even more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're giving enough time in between changes to see if it's actually working. Um, another jungle change that's really significant is Feral Flare got nerfed into the ground. They just threw it at they, the dirt and then they kicked some more on it. Yeah. And then smiled. 
So Nocturne is not viable anymore, really. Udyr, Yi, like all these that See, were that were using it, it's just not viable anymore. See, and part of that makes me sad. Anytime that I, it's Nocturne specifically, but anytime that Nocturne is kind of rotated out of viability for what little bit of time he he gets, it makes me sad because Nocturne's one of those champions that I just rem remember being terrified of when I first started playing, and I don't feel that anymore. Like, we played against a Nocturne one time, Sean and I did, and I literally just chased him down and swatted at him as Leona and, like, beat him all the way back to his Nexus. I was like, get out of here, Nocturne. And, like, when I had started playing initially, like, I wouldn't do that. Like, you wouldn't catch me trying to go after a Nocturne. Like, he could turn that around on me real quick. And... I just... Is it bad that I want to it, be scared? I mean... it. I don't know. I really enjoyed playing Nocturne. Like, and then they've just, they keep nerfing Nocturne, and like, they kept nerfing and nerfing and nerfing him. And his main problem is his, um, his mana costs on mm -hmm. all of his, on all of his spells are really, really high. So, um, Feral Flare allowed you to auto-attack and get that health back, well, now they pulled out, they just completely pulled out the, the health ratio on it. Mm -hmm. So you don't get any healing off of it. And then they reduced the attack speed on it. Um, the only positive that came back is they pulled it back down to 25 from 30. Mm -hmm. But um, And then kills and assists grant towards uh, your stacks also. Which they used to do after you transformed it to Feral. Now they started doing that from uh, when you buy Riggles. the Riggles. But yeah, it's pretty much a use useless item again. Which, and I mean, the thing that sucks is the balancing problem we were talking about was the healing scaling. Mm -hmm. Like, we were kind of talking about how that was a bit of an issue. See, they, they had it on a one-to-one -one ratio, so you get one healing for each stack. So if you got 40 stacks, you were healing for 40 each hit. Which, it, it's a bit ridiculous, and then you would stack healing on top of that. And champions like Warwick, they get automatic healing off their their uh, auto attacks. Right. It got a little ridiculous. So I was talking about just trying to pull the numbers back to where it was maybe one health for every four stacks or something like that. Right. So you still right. have you still have that healing aspect of it, but it's, it's nowhere near as high as what it was. Right. So I I don't remember if you guys were playing with me, but there was a a game where I was playing Warwick, and then there was an Olaf on the other team, and both of us were going Feral Flare. And we literally hit each other for 30 seconds, um, auto-attacking each other and just healing off of hitting each other. And it was like, <laughs> it, it, it was the most ridiculous thing. And I was laughing my ass off the entire time. I just trying to get somebody, as big as mine. just trying to get somebody <laughs> to come up and like help me for a second. Because if, if one person came into that fight, then it just completely changed it. But we yeah. literally sat there. We're like, I'm not giving up on this. I'm just gonna hit you, hit you, and hit you, and hit you until until you cry, Uncle. But it literally lasted for like I feel, 30 I feel seconds like, until this, I feel uh, like that's almost a moment where you just type in chat truce, <laughs> okay, and just point point separate ways. 
Okay. I, I think that there was literally people on my team that were just watching it just for sheer amusement because they were <laughs> typing in chat. You're like looking over in the bushes and they're just guys, like standing there. Guys. It's like your team on one side. Some, somebody's got a golf clap going just to... <laughs> Wait, guys, this is getting good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he... Oh, he hit. He auto-attacked. Oh, yes. Auto-attacked. Oh, auto-attacked. Oh, auto attack. oh, such great auto-attacks. <laughs> um, for context, though, for context, though, going back on uh, the 500 unit, the five, sorry, the 500 units. 500 units. Ah, <laughs> uh, shut up. <laughs> the 500 units, that's a Jace auto attack with his remote cannon. Cogma, mm. uh, Sivir, Timo, Swain. Yeah. That's all their but, auto I mean, attacks. It's, it's, so. it's pretty significant. Oh, so. that's very significant. So, um, what else? Other they... things we're seeing for this is that the Gragas barrel, granting vision. Yeah, that's why. Sing. That's why you see Gragas in the bot lane now. Right. Uh, uh, which is yes, kind of uh, weird. But I don't like it. Kind of cool. He's he's super strong. He's got so much damage in his kit. Like yeah. without him even building damage, he's got so much damage in his kit. It's really. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it for the same reason I don't like Gringar. Because I bot lane. <laughs> uh, I do like the the J four buff. It's it's more for top lane J four because they're the mm -hmm. ones that build damage. Mm -hmm. uh, usually, junglers yeah. don't build J four damage. Um, but they buffed his passive to ten percent at all ranks instead of uh, six, eight, and ten. Mm. Um, and then nice. his shields his shields actually down thirty mana, which is pretty significant. Yeah, which yeah, is pretty so. nice for him. Uh, so, Drone's an interesting champ, so... Right. That makes me happy. He's And he's one of those that we've talked about, you know, like, maybe wanting some changes from. Um, right. But, I mean, making adjustments to his kit, you know, at least is, is a good um, kind of halfway point. You know, if mm. they're not going to completely make some changes for him, then at least, you know, they'll kind of tweak some of his stats and stuff. Because I like, I will say, in a lot of patches, I think you can see that they're going through and they're trying to find things to make it to where the most champions are available to be played without Auto it. buffs? Yeah, exactly. Without it seem seeming like it's like, oh, well, they're either A, trolling, or B, you know, like just kind of making moot adjustments to the champion. I right. mean, I you're an example of that, Matt. It's like when you decided you wanted to bring Nautilus back, and we talked about bringing Nautilus back. Mm. It, when it became viable, you know, it was it was a lot of fun, and it's nice because I hadn't watched you play Nautilus for a long time before, you know, like before the buff, and so it's kind of nice to see some champions that don't get see played very often. Yeah, to be able to be picked up, had fun with, you know, and then. Kind of added to the champion roster. Yeah, bring back Moakai. Come on. <laughs> oh, I've been Mo sending that Moakai Skarner, man. Skarner's oh, yes. gonna be back though. I'm freaking you. nature, bro. I can't. Speak I can't God, wait yeah. till they put that back in. Uh, right, right. They're gonna speaking of Skarner, he's gonna be. Apparently, he's getting tweaked some in 4.8 to try to continue his tweaking from his. Yeah, they're they're changing his passive. So yeah. To make him stickier again. And then they're gonna bring about. down they're gonna bring down the base cooldowns 
and mm -hmm. mana on his uh, abilities. And then the only thing that's going to go down off of cooldowns on auto attack will be his Q. So mm -hmm. I, I think exactly. it brings a lot more uh, consistency and balance to his kit. Um, yeah. And it gives him a lot of sticking power because it's going to be like Nautilus where after I think it's like three or four auto attacks is what they're talking about. Um, then it'll, it'll stun for a duration. So um, I would I, it would be fun to see a... Uh, <clears throat> Brom Skarner combo. Going. <laughs> I'll do oh, it. Oh, that sounds awful. I'll do it. That's uh, CC for days. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously, like, you get a Skarner that goes in there, stuns him real quick. Brom puts his passive on, and then Skarner sticks to him, stuns him again. Brom ults. And if they're not dead Knocks by that point, Skarner <laughs> um, grabs him. Then Skarner grabs him and pulls him back. So. Okay, so running mental list. This is a lane I want to see, okay? Just, just feel the doom as, as I build on this list. Skarner. Okay. Braum. Okay. Vayne. Okay. <laughs> Morgana. Okay. And then you find me a top with some sort of sticking power. Uh, and we'll call, it the, we'll call it the Sticky Buddy Party. Just throw Darius in there. Yeah, Darius works. Sticky Darius Buddy Party. I only say Mundo because of his cleaver. Or or you could even run a Volibear top lane. Volibear. Just, I mean, oh, that just singed. sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, singed, yeah. Really <laughs> singed. Just, I love the idea of just putting teams together that are just based around one idea. Because when you don't just... I, have, I hate like, fighting against CC teams. Oh, yeah. But the, it's very effective. It's horrifying. I hate it because it's so effective. And once they get you... You're dead. Well, I played. I played against a Leona Bromley the other day. What? Dude, it's ridiculous, dude. You can't do anything. You literally cannot do anything. That sounds um, awful. And Leona does enough damage just off of her base kit mm -hmm. that um, when they're they're stacking their passives, it, it's just it's ridiculous. <coughs> it's so bad. One of the scariest lanes I've ever played against. That's kind of funny to hear. <laughs> it's nice to see, like, it's frustrating to play against, but it's kind of nice to see some some cheese lanes sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just because you're like, they think that's going to work, and you're like, you know, beginning of the game, you're laughing. You're like, hey, this is going to be a great let's game Let's see, like, like oh. any support brand. Oh, my, I hate Oh, God, brand. I hate support, support brand. I'm glad that trend died off. I hate him so much. <laughs> So He's. He, it's the same <laughs> issue I have with Gragas support. There's yeah. just so much damage just there. Freaking yeah. get out! <laughs> and he takes like nothing in return. Especially when they don't even have to pick up support items. They're like, "Hey, yeah. I'm just another AP carry. Don't let yeah. me fool you by being a support." Yeah. Which I which I know I know I talk about this frequently, but which is why I I agree with some people who are saying. Sona is kind of a secret, just, Agent like, man. back pocket weapon. <laughs> weapon of destruction. Yeah, if you just throw a Lich Bane on her in lane, it's retarded. It's, 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 it's literally retarded. It's... It is. <laughs> because I, you, could I face, a... you could face roll your keyboard and get killed. <laughs> you really can. Uh, I want it... I don't remember... Shut the fuck up. 
I think it, I think I built like a Leandries. Shut up, uh, Leandries and like a couple other the big AP health ones on it once in an AOM game, and the other team had no idea what to do, cause she just deals out so much damage, and then her ult just stops them in their tracks. So, yeah. do you remember that one time we had like three games in a row where you're just like. I'm just gonna be Sona, okay? And I was—I think I was actually—you um, were running AD. Yeah, I was running AD, which is funny because we've swapped lanes, and mm -hmm. you know, like we fit comfortably into them relatively well now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but there were so many times where you would just get solid praise from both our team and from the enemy team because they're just like, "I'm afraid of Sona." <laughs> like I've—I've I've had people type in chat before. Like who fed Sona? <laughs> and it honestly—it's like, it's a the, wonderful feeling. Well, and the great thing is, like, you got that one time when you weren't even fed. Like you were doing well, but that's—that was just it. It's not like you were snowballing. You were just doing relatively well and able to pick up some kills. And then you just started roaming around on your little keyboard, and people were terrified. <laughs> yeah, and that's—that's that's why I love Sona. Bleep bloop on my way to fuck your bitch. Basically, <laughs> on my way to bleep 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 your bitch. <laughs> so some other stuff we're looking out Literally for. Literally face all your keyboard. Ring. Face down. It's got uh, Other things we're looking forward to for 4.8. I can figure my shit out. Uh, they're really trying to work on the uh, the Soraka solo lane thing. Um, just because they even listed like in their their forecast notes that she could become an unstoppable monster, which is just funny because it's Soraka. But with the the heals that she has, her sustain is so great. Um, mm -hmm. and it I can't disagree with them that like a good solo lane Soraka is an impregnable wall. Um, in fact, they were talking about uh, just completely changing your queue, like removing it and making it something different. Which so is that's, crazy. That's what this may be, is there may be no more star call, um, which I would be fine with because it's pretty much an infinite target. Like, anybody within the area gets hit by it. Right. So, um, they're, they're really working on making more play and counterplay to each kit when they do these reworks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And with the, the Warwick rework that there's uh, they're changing it. Some stuff to like his ultimate's actually going to be a skill shot now, um, yeah. instead of just an auto lock. Um, but they're actually they make it to where it rewards you for hitting skill shots. You're going to get maybe longer stun durations or stuff like that. Um, Which I don't see a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of Soraka solo lanes right now, but I feel like it's starting to become a thing, and so they're trying to nip it in the bud. Well, it's it's been like one of those things where it's like. It's um, stuff that gets banned in LCS play. Like, yeah. It highs drawn bans off of that in LCS play because it's ridiculous. Yeah, right, because right. some people going against it is like, can't stop, won't top. Because she'll just take top lane and run it like it's a circus. And then you get into team fights and it's like, oh god, there's a Soraka. Yeah. yeah. And... I don't know, but and I, that's I, and that's whenever I realized the Starborn was actually an eighty foot pay, eighty foot crustacean from the Paleolithic era. 
want a tree fitting. It was the goddamn Loch Ness Monster. They want about tree fitting. I saw that. There is a there is a Loch Ness Chogas again. That's yep. <laughs> yep, and um, yep, Chogas. That's a thing too. <laughs> so of course, like things that they're trying to work on too are like they're trying to find a good balance for Feral Flare. The fact that they're still talking about it is good. I think that's the point when you can kind of forgive them, you know, for making some heavy nerfs because I think they really are just kind of using live patches as experiments to just kind of see what they want. Um, and it's the same thing for the Kha'Zix evolutions. I don't think they know what they want for Kha'Zix, you know? I don't think that they're exactly sure how they want to adjust his uh, evolutions, especially um, to make sure that one isn't more viable than the other, you know, and that... Um, that they're all situational. Right, right, that, that Kha'Zix is balanced in the sense that he can adapt to any situation well, instead of just being forced into one or two adaptations ever, you know. Um, and then, the thing that I was worried about, and I read it in this forecast notes, and I'm not happy, is they're just, they're talking about messing with Lucian, even though he, like, they literally said that they don't like him being a comfortable pick. Like, they don't like him being a champion that can be regularly picked, um, that doesn't get banned a ton, but can still be strong in lane. And so that's one area where I definitely don't agree with them. I think that there should be, like, they should bring other champions up to his level, just like the Thresh argument, you know. I think mm -hmm. they should make... Which is probably why wife steel lane is so strong. Oh, yeah. And it, it's because they're, they're two champions that have great kits, and if, if you... Like, they're the kind of champions that is, like, if you're down two kills, it's not over for you, you know? Right. A lot of times, there are champions that can do great, but if you, like, if you haven't even lost lane, but you're not doing well in lane, then you lose your potential to do well at any point. And that's a, that's kind of upsetting. And so, the fact that they're trying to change that is eh, kind of iffy to me. So, I hope that they just decide to elevate some of their ADCs, like Misfortune, that deserve to have some some more viability in lane instead of continually bringing ADCs down and just smashing them into the ground just like they did Feral Flare. Yeah, um, thanks Obama. Thanks Obama. I'm not voting for him in this election. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's black. I feel like he's gotten darker in spirit. Lucian, Lucian, not, <laughs> not, not Brock, okay? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not voting for Lucian no. in this election either. <laughs> I would. <laughs> God, uh, no, that just that just reminds me of a Lucian game that I was playing the other day. Uh, there was this NASA's top lane uh, on their team, and it was beautiful. But because it was starting to get built and all this, but whoever we had top lane had shut him down pretty hard, and they end up they had been roaming and whatnot, and they they start roaming back up to take him down because he's knocked down their turret. And they send an all chat, run Nasus. <laughs> and I follow that up with, here comes Michael Vick. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He didn't run. And we melted him. <laughs> uh. well, he got what was coming to him. 
I mean, we sent him warning, so. That's true. But anyways, they also talked about modernizing older champs, which... That's which something they've been talking about for a while. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah. Twitch is another one that they're talking about, maybe a slight nerf. They like it's his hyper carry. Just everybody's picking them. Yeah, yeah they, anytime, well, they say they like his hyper everybody starts picking people, they... Yeah, they like his hyper carry late game, but they feel like his early game, um, E or whatever it is, might be just a little too strong. So. Yeah, um... Let me say that's a good thing. Um, and now the tiny PB notes for today. Yeah, which they, they're constantly making tweaks to it too, you know, mm. um, adjusting little things here and there. Um, one of the things that I saw celebrated, which I thought was pretty cool, um, was the uh, the stun indicator on Bear Udir. Um, making it a little bit easier to make decisions um, for Udyr, um and for the rest of the team, just because, you know, like, just with a little bit of a stun indicator added there. Um, I actually is... noticed they put that on Braum, too. It's on Braum's kit. Yeah! Already. and mm -hmm. It's the same thing. That's really I think they're really going to start putting that on all stuns, uh, so that way you know the duration of it. So you're not just sitting there, oh, why can't I move, blah, 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 blah. Like, you'll know that, okay, well, there's this much time left on my stun. Like, it's not got a countdown timer on it, but it is a circle that starts disappearing so you know how much longer is left on that yeah. stun. Well, that's good for the person being stunned and the person making the stun happen. Oh, yeah, because you, you can chain your CC better more effectively that way. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and, and it's, it's, it's little micro things like that, you know, that can kind of help it smooth out the flow of battle too you know it's right. it's quality of life issues for the game and yeah really, really realize is. that on a lot of characters as of late um they're also messing some with uh twisted tree line um nobody cares the bigger <laughs> for those that do really care you know the uh the I bigger mean... jungle mobs are uh, getting some buffs um I believe in health, right? Is yep. that what it was? Yeah, pretty the... significant health buffs. Like, big, I think it was Wraith is getting, like, a 450 health buff. Right. And then the, the like, the smaller camps, like the wolves, are getting, like, a little bit, like, they're getting oh, not, some... Not even that. It's the big monsters. Like, the big uh, Wraith, the big wolf, all those are getting buffed. Oh, and then I the was... small Wraiths and the small wolves are getting nerfed. I was just thinking the solo camps. Nah, nah, I don't nah. know where I'm at. Yeah, right I'll now. I'll go double check that bit. But yeah, yeah. That, so I mean, that's that's one of those things that you know, like, I mean, if you don't care about Twisted Tree Line, then you do your own thing. But I mean, it might be significant for some people who play, <laughs> you know, I mean, who play Twisted Tree Line regularly. I was playing softball. I don't know what you've been doing. I was playing in this foosball tournament the other day, and. uh... Somebody waxed their ball and it just wasn't going as well. <laughs> okay! They're uh, always messing with new skins and things and ignoring Matt. And. Uh, <laughs> Listen, we're not gonna... having a ball waxing discussion right now. <laughs> well, I mean, we could with that balls. new skin. 
With that new skin. Movie. You could wax balls. You could wax balls. 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 Um, they're finally trying to give Nami another skin. Again, you can put that in the realm of who cares. Uh, it's not Oka yet. Sorry, Nami. <laughs> Don't whisper at me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like even sitting and in the in morning, chair alone, I'm, I'm making waffles. Uh, oh no! On another note, nah, next like champion. You know that next champion to be released will have like a penis. That That's a nice. Boulder. You don't know. It can be a eunuch, Matt. Oh, okay. Just because he's. <laughs> don't you try and tell him about his gender? Listen. Don't you put your heteronormativity on the next champion? I am Tumblr bitch. You <laughs> <Hear> me. <laughs> Give me, go kill yourself. White privilege. Um, there also um, have been statements made that they're not really going to work on, at least for right now, going to be working on champions with projectile walls, um, kind of like Brahms or uh, Yasuo's. Yasuo's. So, so those are going to be um, champion mechanics specific. Unique. Yeah, which is good. I think that's a mechanic that should stay unique, because if everybody and their brother's just throwing up a... Um, a Wind Let's wall. play Get Team Windwall. Yeah, then it's it's just not gonna be fun. It, it's that, gonna be but will, what will be fun is the one for all mirror matchup playlist that's coming out. Ooh. Everybody playing Yasuo. No, can just throw no wind walls. Wind no walls that are completely worthless. But no I mean, it, unless it's it can block his. It can block uh, his tornado. Right. So, but. You're just gonna have a bunch of Yasuos just going. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just want to line up with a five-man team and go. All right, men, now, and then release like a five-man long wind wall. The best, the best thing I've Shall seen about Yasuo is is maybe if Yasuo stopped yelling for five seconds, he could have saved his master. <laughs> <laughs> This week, it's a purple free week. Yeah. Purple free for days. Lots purple of purple free. chance. Mundo, Malzahar, Velkaz. Oh. They, like, they like the little red, they like the little blue, so they put them together and made All a little purple. purple. See, side note, I feel like Velkaz has just been completely forgotten about. He just like yeah. came out and people were like, yeah, he's kind of cool. Uh. He just yeah, doesn't fit. He doesn't fit the meta right now. Even yeah, Riot, he's not Riot, bad. Just like yeah, whatever. He's not bad. He's Screw just this guy. Doesn't fit the meta. No, I see people dumpster with him all the time, but he just doesn't. I see fit people the meta. support. It's, it's the matchups. Right. I see people support with him. Yeah. Oh, that's and that's bad. Fun. Speaking of Elka's support, the other day I was playing a game, um, with Jeremy. I was like, hey, I'm gonna Velka's support. He's like, whatever. Like, we'd just been dicking around all day. Um, but I threw out my uh, knock-up, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, I oh, was glitched down us. into the ground where, like, only a quarter of my head was showing. Who are you playing that... as? You didn't say. Velkaz. Oh, I was playing I Velkaz you, support. I thought you said he was playing Velkaz support. No. Um, and, like, the, the minion wave that I that I'd, uh, knocked up just disappeared, like, completely disappeared off the map. 
<laughs> and then I was just like lagged into the ground. I was like, uh, does anybody else see this? And Jeremy's like, what in the world is going on? So I was just like floating. And then I did my ultimate and they couldn't even see the laser because it was underground. And I was oh. like, what the hell is this? Oh, right, please fix. Ridiculous. That's so. great if it happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you can't move consistently. It, like It's like you're lagging, so it just jumps everywhere. Oh. You're moving around. Oh, so it looks like you're in one place, and then you're over here, and then you're over there, and you can't do anything. It's just okay, weird. Never mind. All right, folks, and that's what we got for you this week. Um, we're going to try and post some stuff on the Facebook group and on my website, and we're going to try and get some stuff out this week. Um, and especially throughout the summer, we're going to be really active, really looking to get some feedback from you. So um, anybody's got Add any us and play with us. Please just love us. Please play with us. Love us. On. I've been Andrew Blackhawk Shields. I'm Sean White Privilege Mont. <laughs> Matt Lock. <laughs> Matt Lock Obama, 2016. Yeah. <laughs> what you know. And we'll see you next time. It's all over now.